Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. In the Locker Room with Wolf and Starks on ESPN Pittsburgh and Steelers Nation Radio. Presented by your neighborhood Ford store. The F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Welcome, everybody. It's a fun Friday because it's always all about the uh, scouting report. And, of course, we got the Philly Eagles and Max. You know, one of the things I got we, before we break into the scouting report, you know, you, 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 you come out and you say, well, we should, you know, there's a guy out there, Robert Quinn. Well, yeah. And he did get moved, didn't he? Right? It's what you were yeah. talking about, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm sitting here going, what about a guy named Bradley Chubb? You know, uh, who no. knows? Yeah. You know, I mean. Listen, Bra- Bradley Chubb is a guy you wonder the direction of this Broncos team. Maybe he's a little unhappy with how they performed. Nathaniel Hackett might want to save some money and try and go grab somebody else. Yeah, I I, I could see that. I I would like Bradley Chubb instead of uh, Robert Quinn, my friend. I mean, there's a report out there. It says multiple teams are calling Denver about trading for Bradley Chubb. You know, now it's interesting to me because, uh, you know, the guy had uh, an ankle injury last year in the 2021 season. So he didn't even record a sack in the seven games he took the field for. But – He's got five and a half sacks this year, four tackles for a loss, and a pair of forced fumbles. And, you know, with the Broncos sitting at two and five, they might say, hey, you could move Chubb for a Hall of Picks because he's coming up on a, you know, uh, he's, he's going to be a free agent at the end of the year. So, I don't know. Yeah, it was just something that, you know, you see it and you look at it and you go, hey, you know, that's more than Robert Quinn's, what, in six games he's got one sack. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. Bradley Chubbs, he's one of those guys that could really add some depth or, you know, be a starter on the defensive, uh, you know, defensive line there. Yeah, well, I mean, he, he's an intriguing choice, but I think you you said, you said it yourself. Uh, hall of picks. Yeah. Are we willing to give up 
Well, Max, a you know, Hall of picks. you got the GM hat. I don't. Okay, I don't have yeah, a GM's yeah, exactly. mindset. You know, I'm too stupid for that. You know, I mean, I remember back as a kid trading marbles, and somehow I always got the short end of the stick. Or if you got football cards, yeah. you know, oh, I'll give you, I'll give you three Superman for for uh, this Batman card or whatever, and then somehow it never worked out. I just, I always did stupid things with that stuff. I, 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 yeah. I was not one of those guys that could quantify things and then evaluate and then come across with a commensurate trade. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Well, I, I think Bradley Chubb. I think the conversation starts at first, uh, you know, round pick possibility. Or you're giving them multiple day two picks um, just to even get the conversation started. Because like you said, he's productive. He's produced thus far this year. And you're also taking one of the leaders off of a, uh, you know, essentially a top a top ten defense. So, you know, it's going to take a little bit more to move him just because you know he's a cornerstone <laughs> piece. I and, like how you're bro- breaking it down. I'm going, well, yeah. you want to trade for him. Okay, well, yeah, let's think. Exactly. Shall we think this through first? Oh, yeah, maybe that yes. would help. How 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 do we how do we parse the straws on this one? How do we read the tea leaves? <laughs> um, and also, you have to think Denver's also wants some get back because they lost a ton when they traded, you know, for Russell Wilson. So now to trade away a piece and know that you lost out on your previous tr- mega trade, mm-hmm. they want to try and recoup some of their losses. They want to feel better. You got to make them feel better. About the about about the bitter pill that that they're swallowing, and I think that that's when you start taking it out on other guys that might be up for the trading block, and that's why I think Bradley Chubb might, in my opinion, be too rich for our blood. But I think there's teams out there that would sacrifice, depending on where it is, you know. And I think that's kind of like because Robert Quinn was a value, like the fourth round pick that they're probably giving that that, that they're probably getting. I don't know the specifics of it, but if it's where they currently sit or where we project them to sit, mm-hmm. that's a late fourth round pick. That's almost a high fifth, essentially. If if they make it, if they make it, you know, deep into the playoffs, right, right, or even the Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah, heck, if you if if you go out there, you win the Super Bowl. I mean, it's the last pick of the fourth round. Uh, there's some compensatories in front of that and everything else. So. I don't. I don't. I would love to know the structure of where in that fourth round that pick is going to, um, you know, create itself or show itself. But yeah, it's, it's not one that I'm like, oh, that makes sense, uh, you know, completely. <laughs> and then with Bradley Chubb, I think he because you know that Robert Quinn's a floor, right? Yeah. He's a, he's only got one sack of production this year, even though he has over a hundred sacks in his career. Eighteen and a half last year. 18 and a half last year, what have you done for me lately? <laughs> well, what you've done for me lately through seven weeks is produce one sack. Yeah. So that's how you got a fourth-round pick, whereas we're talking about a guy that if he has a good week this weekend, could possibly shoot to first place, right? <laughs> you know, Right, in the sack master yeah, category. In the sack master category. So that's where I think, you know, in that, and from that perspective, you have to be – yeah, you have to think, yeah, it's going to take a lot more than we think. That's why, hence again, I come back. Jerry Hughes. Hello. I, I do like Jerry. I, t- I said Jerry Hughes, too. You know, I mean, I, I agree with you. I li- I've always liked Jerry Hughes because he was always one of those guys, and again, reminded me of Robert Mathis. You know what I mean? One of those guys that could just always be a pain in the keister. You know what I mean? Exactly. And if you, if you misstep or miss 
put place a hand, you know, where you, you're on the center line rather than across the center line getting the edges, you're in trouble. You know, he's always there to, to make you aware that you are just one step or one missed punch from, from calamity. Yeah, and I think, I think that also bodes well, you know, when you're thinking about adding him to a defense that would need that extra – you know, little uh, little kick, and I think he's on a team that, you know, with Levy Smith and what they're trying to rebuild down there. Mm-hmm. If you if you if you got something decent for him, I think they would be open to to listening to to entertaining it just because they're trying they're trying to rebuild themselves. Absolutely, you know, I it was just interesting to me because you brought up the other day Robert Quinn, and then you know, obviously he moved. And then I just seen saw this thing with Bradley Chubb, and I've always respected the Chubb brothers. I mean, they're both, you know, they are brothers, right? I I have I have no clue. Oh, I just figured I, they I, were with name like Chubb. I mean, come on. All right, so maybe yeah, they're Nick, related Nick, somewhere. Nick, yeah, Nick and Bradley, uh, outside linebacker, running back. I mean, I'm sure I'm sure. If we, if they did a twenty three and Me or Ancestry dot com, I'm sure they they would figure. It would out have their to, yeah, got to line up family somewhere. lineage somewhere. Yeah, I, I I just don't know. Yeah, um, off the top of my head, because they play for two teams that I'm not too. What fond about of, Master so. Splinter? Does he is is he is can he Googleate that? <laughs> I don't know there why we go. that's important. You well, know, it's well, just kind of like one of those things that drops do, in your head. Do, do you want Junior Cub reporter? <laughs> uh, <laughs> Johnny Euler, or do you want senior reporter? You can't Wesley pitch to Viper Johnny. Euler. Come on. Yeah, exactly. I mean, we got we got Viper as a senior assistant. Wesley Viper Euler <laughs> um, up there at at at, uh, at senior assistant and reporter. So, you know, but I, I think that's something we could look up. I don't know. Uh oh. Oh. Uh oh. I hear those magical tones. Breaking news from the SNR news desk here. I'm Wesley Euler. Bradley Chubb and Nick Chubb. There is a relation, but they are not brothers. Bradley Chubb is the younger cousin of Nick Chubb, who, of course, played for the Georgia Bulldogs and was drafted by the Cleveland Browns. 30 picks after his cousin was drafted in the 2018 NFL draft. Wesley Euler at the SNR news desk. Gentlemen, back to you. That's just tremendous. <laughs> I know. Once again, that's when you know you love your job, right there. That's that is just tremendous. My goodness. I, I mean, appreciated you. you I appreciated you guys too. There, like BSing and kicking that around for you know 15, 20 seconds <laughs> yeah, to give me yeah. time to get on my p's and q's here. I, I I appreciated what you were doing there. You know, it's called dancing. We 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 tend to do that from that's, time to time. We all we all got ESPN or something. Well, yeah. Yes. Uh, although I'll say the dancing metaphor is is uh, well, that that's just bad video in your head. <laughs> I mean, imagine imagine your cousin though being drafted like thirty. Your younger cousin being drafted like thirty some picks ahead of you in the same round of the NFL draft. I mean, that's some bragging wow. rights there. Wow. Well, you, yeah, then you got you don't get the Edmonds brothers. You know, you got uh, Tremaine and you got Terrell, who were they were both drafted in the first round. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Good one. Yeah. Good well, one. definitely uh, forgot it, about that one. My brain's working here early in the morning, which is that's always Are you appreciated. Is that why? Well, yeah, we, we got right a little now? caffeinated. I did sleep in a little bit last night. Yesterday was a long day for the kid here. 
You know, you start off your show prep, you get up early, do the show, then you go down, you watch practice, then you do one of the Steelers TV thing, and then I had to go do a, a banquet last night with the UPMC folks. Great, great people. And, uh, they were celebrating their senior community champions, and um, it, was, it was just a great night. You know, but it's like one of those nights where, you know, or one of those days you just run and run and run, and then all of a sudden it's like, boom. And here we are. It doesn't matter. We're... <laughs> We're here. Now, why I'm explaining that, I don't know. But that's, uh, the fact of the matter is we were talking about Bradley Chubb, and I was just interested in knowing whether or not he was related to the aforesaid Nick Chubb. Yeah, well, there we go. Uh, that was a good explanation. Uh, I, you lost Come me on, halfway bud. through. Come on, guys. Yeah, Keep was, up with the was, kid here. I, I know. Who, who are you telling, right? You yeah. know, I mean, hey, listen, I was sitting there. I was like, man, that's tiring. I'm like, whoa, wait a second. I do similar things on it, yeah. just like him, because we both have the job that during this time of year we're in high demand. We're that, in high demand. I don't know that I'm in high demand. It's just things are put on me. No, 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 uh, no. you're you're in high demand. The problem is you just choose what you want to be in demand for. <laughs> you earn that right, oh. and then I just fill in fill in the blanks. Like okay. <laughs> Yeah, no, because no, seriously, like, so there's a certain there's a certain radio outlet that likes to reach out. They're like, "Hey, Max, um, we we texted Wolf, but Wolf is not uh not responding." Oh, and oh, uh, we're wondering that? if you could come up. Yes, I, I I they they go down the line in the directory. Oh my <laughs> heavens! I didn't know that. I apologize. Yeah. I apologize. Yeah, exactly. But you're you're really good at that. Yeah. You're really, you know, I mean, yeah. l- 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 listen, I I'm a, I I'm your wingman, so it's like, <laughs> hey, right, he can't do it, I'll do it. I'm not sure who the wingman is. It doesn't matter. We're 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 two wings. <laughs> we are. We are. We're, we're hey, we we make one bird. That's not an e- that's not an eagle though. Yeah, no, <clears throat> no, that it doesn't fly real well either. <laughs> or, or a steagle. It's not a steagle. A steagle. Well, closer to a steagle. All right. As you look at this, and we're going to start breaking down the uh, the Eagles here. And I, I look at this team, the six and zero max. Um, you wonder, you know, this team. Uh, it, it it's a top five offense. It's a top five defense, and it's probably got propped up a little bit more by the acquisition of Robert Quinn. I mean, and this is a defense that's, um, you know, you watch the tape, and the first thing that comes out is ballistic violence <laughs> on defense. Uh, mm-hmm. You see some guys that uh, really come after it, and it's led by a great secondary, but the front end is another one that's just just as much as it can be just as devastating. Tell me what your thoughts are about it. Uh, I mean, when you look at it from just across the board, man, you know, knowing what the front line is, you know, you got Josh Wett, Fletcher Cox, Javon Hargrave, Brandon Graham, right? And then behind them, you have Jordan Davis, Milton Williams, Sean Bradley, and now you have Robert Quinn added to the mix. Sorry, Sean Bradley's a wheelbacker. Um, that front seven and the production that they have, they don't need to blitz. That That's one of the biggest things. Because they can generate four-man pressure. Right. They can generate getting to the quarterback, affecting his passing lanes, affecting him where he wants to be on the point. And even when you're on the run, they have sideline-to-sideline capability at the end positions. So 
you know, the biggest thing is, is hooking and establishing the edges. Um, if you're going to do anything to the outside, um, I think that's the biggest thing. And then, you know, and, and that's what I mean by the RPO game, right. the sprint out game, uh, the, the half, quarter half roll out, or quarter of full rollout boots um, to the weak side away from motion flow. Like all of those things are important that you must establish the edge. If you don't establish the edge, you're done. You're cooked. And you have to be able, just because of the pressure in the middle, Fletcher Cox is going to, and Javon Hargrave are just massive in the middle. And also they're skilled technicians with escaping blocks. So if it's, if it's double teams in the run game, you got to stick hip to hip. You got to have magnets in your hips and stick with the guy until you get to the second level. You can't just simply, you know, stand him up, have a guy kind of give him a pop shot. Well, you or can't do a drive that. in the hip, yeah. you can't do that. You you got to establish it. You both need to drive. Um, that you know, there's there's a single man sled that right. you know you have to hit, and it's it's narrow, and it has like the little flippers on the side. Right, right. So because so if you so if you narrow your base, it ends up tipping as opposed to you keeping a square base and driving, and it goes back as long as you stay square and straight. That's kind of what you have to be with them um, in the middle because they will knife through. They will try some things um, to see it, and they will add blitz. You know, one, and they they very rarely just come all out blitz, right? I mean, it has to be a a tough situation, but for the most part, they're a team that comes in and they'll they'll green dog at the last minute, depending on what the running back does, and usually that traveling guy is going to be um, Kazir White is usually that guy because Hassan Reddick is more of if you are, uh, I'm sorry, that travels and does not blitz, Hassan Reddick's the guy that you want to have bring blitz. Him. Yeah. They bring him, and then also in subsets, he lines up as DN sometimes, stand-up DN. So that's, he is not that's a big that, guy either. You know no, I mean? That's the thing about guy. it. He's only but, six foot one, 240, you know? But he, he creates but, problems. And he knows how to run. Like, he is a innate pass rusher. Like, yeah. that's what he came from, from Temple. They tried to make him something different in Arizona, and now they realize that this is this is a guy. If we are going to blitz, if we are going to add, or we are going to go in sub, they want him on the end, right? Known passing down situations because he knows how to rush the passer. He knows how to work edges. He has a nice spin move as well, and so he's going to utilize all those tools in the back. So you have to be ready for him. But this is a very aggressive defensive line. Defensive front, in my is not the most blitz heavy, like I said, because you can generate four man pressure, a la similar like Dallas. But at the same time, they do like to bring it to change it up, and they do have a, a, a full complement of pass rushers. They do, and they do even more so because of the said Robert Quinn. I think you jinxed us when you start talking about that trade. You know, no, oh, Robert no. Quinn would be. I, I think you just kind of opened that yapper, and then you know, football karma took over. <laughs> I, I do not believe you, sir. I do not resemble or act like I know that. But you know what I do know, Wolf. I guess you know what what time it is, right? <laughs> That's right. I think we should step aside with this as we continue the scouting report here in the locker room with. Uh, Craig, one finger points his direction, but three point back at him, Wolfley. <laughs> and Max 
the the the, uh, the innocent Starks uh, here. <laughs> Max, I told SNR. you so. I told you so. <laughs> yeah, it, no, no. I'm not. I told you so. I'm just simply. Hey, you know what? For for your audio pleasure, you know, yes. Max for your audio pleasure, Starks. There it is. Okay. That's what. That's what we'll go. <laughs> is Max working at Chick Fil A all of a sudden? <laughs> L- listen, listen. The problem. Uh, I'm not working at Chick Fil A because obviously I work on Sundays. Uh, so yeah, that's true. That's <laughs> that true. Is true. They they never work on Sundays. I'm just saying. Uh, and I, I I'm usually with you guys every 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 Sunday. I won't be here this Sunday in Philly. So Wolf, please try and keep your maximum cheese cheesesteak allotment to two. Yes. Um, yes. While while we're there, but no. Let's step aside. Come back with more scouting reports here in the locker room. You're listening on SNR and ESPN Radio. This is In the Locker Room with Wolf and Starks on ESPN Pittsburgh and Steelers Nation Radio. Presented by your neighborhood Ford store. The F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, they've got 14 turnovers on defense. Um, they got corners who are a veteran group. They're highly ball aware. They got good ball skills. Um, they got a front that applies pressure and creates a, an environment where, where turnovers happen. Um, they're highly ball aware. Um, if you watch their sack reel, their rushers are not only trying to take down the quarterback, but they're trying to take down the ball, and they and they get a lot of sack fumbles because of it. That's now, of course, that's Mike Tomlin talking about what's going on in Philly with that defense. And, Max, I got – here's here's the thing about it. The guy in my mind that stirs – he's the straw that stirs the drink is T.J. Edwards, the middle linebacker. You look at this cat. He's a 55-tackler guy. He leads the club in tackles. But he's also capable of some sacks. He's got quarterback pressures. He's got quarterback hits. He's got two interceptions. He's got two forced fumbles. This guy does it all and does a nice job. And even you watch on the tape, you'll see that they run leads at him. And he will take on the lead back, defeat the lead back, and bring down the ball carrier. This guy, in my mind, he's pretty hot stuff. Well, I think even more so than just being hot stuff, right? I mean, he just he has he has a skill set and he's playing behind a defensive line that forces flow to him as well. You know, I think that's the other thing is that when it's all disruptive, guys are turning sideways, guess what that leads for him? Oh yeah. Open lanes. Yes. Open lanes means open field tackling and he's great at tackling. So you give a guy who ordinarily usually doesn't get touched on the double team or a guy who it takes so long for them to get established and they're wrestling at the line of scrimmage. He's already made a diagnosis, and he's running towards the play. And I think that's another thing, the function of that D-line helping the back end, right? And he's also in a position where he doesn't have to play up to the line of scrimmage, right? Because they're not usually blitzing him, you know, in a lot of situations. They're keeping him right there at the, at the midpoint because they know this dude can run sideline to sideline, and he's been a sure tackler this year. I mean, he's you know evidenced by – having over 50 tackles at this point. So, you know, Edmonds is definitely a guy that I look at and I'm like, okay, he's another level, right? Who do you have leading on him, right? You know, if you're if you're going to run some of the ISO stuff that we saw at the beginning of the Dolphins game and then never saw it again. Um, you know, I, I, I really want to see 
what we can do as far as getting to him and Kazir White, like on a lot of our inside zone and outside zone stuff. Right. Because I feel like he's the one that's going to be scraping over the top. So can you peel off a guard or a tackle or or even that if that center's are coming front side to him based off the alignment? Can 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 we can we touch TJ Edwards? Can can we can we make his life difficult? Can we get him to run the hump, right? Well, exactly. Where he has to bow over the top. I mean, that's that's really where you're going to have to get him. And, the, you know, and just as good as I talked about this starting D-line and then, of course, their assets and pieces, this linebacking core, you know, is another one. And T.J. Harris was playing good enough that he staved off N'Kobe Dean, who, the, who was a hotshot rookie, obviously coming out, you know, was one of the captains of that Georgia defense when they won the national title last year. And N'Kobe Dean's one, he can run down a fast receiver. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's a special linebacker, but what TJ's been putting on tape has been special as well. So now how do, how do, how do you make him not so special? And I think that's kind of how you get to him being not so special is you've got to put a hat on him. You can't leave him uncovered. The thing that is part of the, part of the problem, too, is, okay, when you got 90, 90 rolls in, Jordan Davis. You know, you 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 play a uh, five bigs across the line of scrimmage, and you got the biggest of the big, and of course that would be Jordan Davis. I mean, you, look at this guy, six six, three hundred forty pounds. Max, how does a guy that big run a four seven eight? Are you kidding me? I mean, in the history of NFL combines, I believe he was the only one or the first one to be over three thirty and run a sub four eight. It's ridiculous. But this guy is big, he's huge, he's strong, and you can put a lot of guys. Javon Hargrave, you know the one thing I love about Javon? You know the one of the best things he introduced me to? Shrimp and grits. I'd never had shrimp and grits. Oh, I didn't know so anything amazing. about it, man. I know it's it's a it's a southern thing. Never had it. And then because we were doing, uh, you know, the uh, Tuesday night show that uh, uh, right now mm-hmm. I, I do with Pat, uh, with uh, the Friar Muth, right? You know, you, the market district or the Tajma Eagles, you call it, right? But when I you, do call it Tajma Eagle. <laughs> so, so he said, he told the, the chef, he says, yeah, could you make shrimp and grits? Man, was that good. You know, l- listen, I'm just telling you. I mean, shrimp and grits is, is, a, is a staple. It's one of my favorite dishes from the South. Mm. Um, it just depends on who's making it, right? Okay. Because you can get the little chunks of sausage in there that's, that's in there with the saute of the shrimp before they put it on top of the grits. And then do you have cheese grits? You know, that that's mm. also another one where yep. I'm like, okay, we got cheese grits and we got we got we got some good shrimp. I'm ready to rock and roll. And oh. shrimp and grits it is. But uh but it, it I mean you could do any seafood and grits or you could do salmon croquets and stuff, but it's just something about the shrimp. Yeah. The shrimp, the scampy type sauce. With the butter, butter and everything and, else in yeah, there. Mm. It's buttery, it's garlicky, you know. Oh yeah. Oh, timey with a, I'm getting hungry maybe now. a little bit of kick. I know, I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm describing this way too well. Uh, but yeah, no. I, I, hey, listen, shrimp and grits is my thing. You know, as I again, still staying on the people in the box doing the job. Javon plays with such a great first step. He's got a great takeoff for uh, for uh, you know. He's shorter. He's closer to the ball. I guess maybe that makes him more reactive right but he's got a great first step one of those guys less coil gets, yes he gets into you before you can get into him it seems like he plays with such a low pad and does a nice job of working towards the edge he doesn't doesn't try to waste time going down the the middle of a man all the time 
No, he, he doesn't. He picks a side. And that's why I think it's so important to stay on them with double teams because Javon can knife through. He'll get skinny and split the double team if one guy's being a little bit too quick. Now, wait a minute. Jay Wobble getting skinny? Ah, come on. <laughs> okay. Skinny-er okay, because yes. when you turn – your your pads perpendicular to the ground <laughs> that technically makes you smaller than if it runs parallel to the ground, right? Right. right. Um, but but yeah, but he because he's the one he's going to feel pressure and fight pressure, yes. and that's all double teams is right. Feel pressure, fight pressure, and he also knows that. And also, let's face it, he did learn from a future Hall of Famer in Cam Hayward right. in the process on how to be a better rusher a better run game guy what are the things i need to work on and what he's done is completely went ocd and worked on him so i'm um i i'm i i'm i think fletcher cox is still the bigger of the two the challenge but jay javon hargrave is one that because of his history here you know he also is gonna be playing with a little bit extra that's true so you have a guy who has ha, feels disavowed in a, for all intents and purposes, and even if it's manufactured or or, or there's there's in, there's zero ounce of truth to that, um, he's he's still going to put that chip on his shoulder and wear it on Sunday. No, well, he's he's the leading tackler amongst the front four. All right, he's one of those guys. He's got that quick first step, and you watch some of the twists, the TT twists that they'll run. They'll use him as the penetrator. You know, to kind of get in between the center guard gap, doing some damage. Mm-hmm. Fletcher Cox yeah. is, is is a monster, if you ask me. I mean, Fletcher Cox is, you know, you just say the word, the, the name, Fletcher Cox, and you, that can be problematic because this guy really is able to get after the passer. There's no doubt about it. He's a strong guy. He's a smart guy. 11 years in the trenches. You don't survive 11 years down there without understanding what's going on. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, oh yeah, absolutely. He's, and he's one of those guys that if you don't secure him on the double team, ah, uh, you, you you're not going anywhere. Yeah, it's a long day of the office. Yeah, I mean that's when you have to grab your coffee and your nodos <laughs> and say, okay, this guy's not going to sleep. We we got we got to stay up with him, um, and it's, and it's going to be a, a good challenge. I think I think where we've grown, especially in the interior of the offensive line, I think we've gotten better with that. I mean, still can always be better. But I feel like that's where a lot of our growth has been amongst the offensive lines in the interior, right? Dotson, Cole, Daniels. Like, all three of those have to be screwed in now. Here's the thing. If you're Kevin Dotson, you're getting singled up opportunities with Javon Hargrave. Right. Can't commit a penalty. No. Can't commit the penalty. Got to keep him in front of you. Even though he wants to try and pick an edge yep. so that he can avoid a lot of the contact head on, it's still something that's innate in him, but he's he he's going to be very instinctual and know when to pick and choose his places of when to burn that extra energy. Third down, perfect time to burn energy, right? First right. down, second best opportunity. But those mid rounds where you're left with, you know, a bunch of options, that's that's when that's that's when it gets uh, that's when it gets a little little daunting, a little a little testy. You know, the inner triangle of the the you know uh, Javon. Fletcher Cox and T.J. Edwards bothers me more than the outer two. Uh, now, I that's that's before Robert Quinn checks in. You know, I don't know. He's he's a wild card right now. There's no telling what he's capable of doing. You know, again, uh, the fact that he's only got one sack thus far doesn't really 
doesn't bother me in the sense that he's still got it's in there. You know, I mean, you, you don't go from 18 and a half sacks one year to not being able to rush the passer, all right, the next year. Yeah. It, do, it doesn't happen that way. So it's still in there. He can pull that out for whatever reason what was going on in Chicago. However it was that he wasn't maybe getting much playing time, I don't know. But I do know this. It's still in there. He's still capable. And he might – because Brandon Graham has, has been, had issues with his leg. He's got some sort of hammy problems or something like that. So he's been a little bit slowed down. They lost Derek Barnett. Uh, I believe it was a knee injury early in the year. Um, so, uh, you know, Robert Quinn for them is one of those those uh, plug-and-play pieces that can uh, really – and any given Sunday can really, you know, ramp up and do some damage if he gets a great mismatch. Well, and I think, you know, for Quinn, he has a history. I mean, his history – and I, I think that's where I think it's more a question of him being unhappy and it being more of a – Production to feelings type of ratio. If you'll let me expand. Production. For a second. Let me just say, this, production to feelings. Are we? Are we talking? We're talking yeah. feelings. Talk, talk, we're, we're talking about sitting on sitting on the little couch and talking to a guy with a uh, with a notepad. Okay. <coughs> and probably glasses. No. Might be balding. I'm not sure. Um, <laughs> it's a it's a fuzzy fuzzy uh, fuzzy uh, foreshadowing. Okay. Um, but but I think I think it might be a question of motivation. And when you get on this squad, you can't help but feel invigorated. You can't help but feel motivated because look at your secondary, right? Right. If I'm wrong, I'm still right. That means maybe I forced the quarterback just to throw it a little bit sooner and him try and anticipate the break in which direction a guy's going to going to throw it. And if I can get that in the secondary from a pass rusher off the edge. I'm always taking that, right? Because now it's no postulating. It's just got to get it done. And I think, you know, when you're looking at Robert Quinn, he he's thrived his best with being able to get in that position to where he can get in your head, to where now you're thinking about it. Right. And now you're you're having to combat whatever it is inside of him even though he he doesn't he doesn't know you know he does he doesn't know what he can and can't do this season because he just hadn't done it and I think the Philly might be the key that unlocks that and that's why I was really hoping that he'd be on ice until next week. <laughs> yeah, which actually for them it's a short week. It's a Thursday night game after after ours. Yeah, you so, wonder about that. Just saying, I'm just saying that could be. There's no doubt about it. You know, certainly, I, as, you know, you look at this group. It's such high quality guys. Uh, coming after you it's it's really it's the one the the battle between James Daniels and Fletcher Cox that's going to really be interesting of course Kevin Dotson and and Javon but I've always so respected the game of Fletcher Cox you know I mean I I just always thought he was one of those Mondo guys that that could you know really give you headaches but I remember I think it was last year or was it the year before that uh, Kevin Dotson was playing right guard and he's Started it, it, it was a couple of years ago because he started against Fletcher Cox, and really did a nice job against him. I believe either that or I'm concussed and can't remember. But regardless, oh, of, gee. <laughs> you know, as I see the time is slipping away here, shall we go, my hey, friend? Hey. Yeah, you know what? Yes, let 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 let's step aside and let you find those marbles, okay? <laughs> um, just as Peter Pan's buddy was looking for toodles. Uh, Wolf, Wolf is going to bid toodaloo as he goes and finds those marbles. But, no, 
we'll continue to break down the scouting report. We've hit the D line. We've talked about the secondary. Sorry, we talked about the second level, which is the linebacking core, and we'll continue out with the defensive backs, which they got a bunch of them. And oh, do uh, they? And they trade and they traded for a lot of them. So you know, let, let's definitely uh, talk about that on the other end. Um, but I do want to point out and remind everybody. The godfather of Pittsburgh sports is still out there. And guess what? He's here on the SNR lineup. Yes, that's right. Stan Saverin is an individual that has two podcast releases. One was yesterday. The other one's on Tuesday. So Tuesdays and Thursdays, twice a week. He's dropping it for our podcasting pleasure on either the Steelers mobile app, the iHeartRadio app, wherever you find your streaming platform, streaming platform subscription um, please feel free to download, listen, like, follow, and all that other good stuff. Um, you know, while, while we're in this break, I think that's I think that's the best time, right? Fresh on your mind. We got about a five minute break. You should go find the Godfather and tap in. I'm sure he'll make you an offer you can't refuse. <laughs> but for us, we're gonna step aside, just like when it's when it's on the on the day of his daughter's wedding. You gotta step back to the back room. You can't celebrate all the time. So we'll be back in a minute in the locker room here on SNR and ESPN Radio. This is In the Locker Room with Wolf and Starks on ESPN Pittsburgh and Steelers Nation Radio. Presented by your neighborhood Ford store. The F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Back to spin. He's hit. And the ball comes loose and the Steelers appeared to pounce on it. Somebody reached up, grabbed him up high, twisted him, the ball came out, and it was recovered by Ramon Foster back at the 11-yard line. Come on, Ramon. Let's get it. Um, oh, he would hate to hear let, that one, wouldn't he? I know, I know. But but listen, he are, he's already getting a victory from me because his Tennessee Volunteers beat my Gators earlier this year. Oh, and I know he okay. And, and I, I bent the knee already for that one. Uh, um, don't you hate when that happens? But uh, I know, I know. But that was uh, back in 2020. That was Brandon Graham sacking Ben Roethlisberger, amongst other things. But uh, I do want to make sure before we get into the segment, Wolf, we talk about the Yens chat read for Friday. Mm, Yay. Yeah. All right. If you go on the Steelers mobile app, you can play Yens chat. It's, it's a competitive trivia game. You can go head-to-head with your friends or just with all of Steeler Nation. You could choose the option. But here is the Yens chat. It's the, Yens chat is the Steelers' uh, predictive and trivia game. Answer questions, make picks, and win prizes. Play on your own. Or versus Steelers Nation in, your, in a new in, your, in our new public groups, or create your very own private group to compete against family and friends. You can play Yen's Chat exclusively in the Steelers official mobile app. The question for this week, Wolf, going into this game: okay. more tackles, Minka Fitzpatrick or Cam Hayward? I gotta say, Minka. You go, Minka. Because okay, of the fact he has an opportunity, whether it's back end, in the box, uh, he he moves to the ball. I'm going to have to go Minka with the RPOs. All right. Well, you, you know, and the funny thing is I would I, – you know, I, I'm leaning towards Minka, but I feel like we, we're going to have a superhuman effort by Cam Hayward. Ooh. So, I – I hope you're I'm gonna, right. I'm going to go a little crazy. Yeah. I'm going to go a little crazy. I'm going to go Cam Hayward on Captain this one. Captain Cam. 
Yes. Exactly. Well, and also, Steel Nation, we want to hear you as well. Go log into the mobile app, play right now, answer the question. This week's prize is actually a mini ham helmet signed by Minka Fitzpatrick. So it would be even sweeter if you pick Cam Hayward and he wins it, and then you kind of you kind of cover all your bases because you still win because Minka Fitzpatrick is signing is is, is you're getting you have you're, you're in a drawing to get a mini helmet signed by Minka. So it's a double whammy. I like it. Absolutely, this is going to be a a real test. You know, when this secondary, as I look at a max, you know, they got nine interceptions, fourteen takeaways overall. As I said, they're a top five defense. You take a look at those corners. You got Darius Slay on one hand, James Bradbury on the other. It's like pick your poison. Well, it, well, it's not only pick your poison. But then you have to worry – once you do pick your poison, then you have to worry about C.J. Gardner-Johnson coming over and helping. Well, right. But before we get to help, fight. before we get to help – I mean, I'm just looking at Slay. And I, I say Slay because, you know, if you're not his grandmother, you can't call him Darius because he only permits people – that the only people he permits to call him Darius is his grandma. Okay, so we got we to go Slay on one hand and James Bradbury on the other because I don't think James has a problem with anybody calling him James Bradbury. No, no, they don't. But here's the thing. What also do they have in common, Wolf, mm. before this season? What do they have in common before this season? I couldn't tell you, Max. Yeah. Can you tell me? They were both traded to the oh. Philadelphia Eagles. <laughs> <sighs> I, know, I, know, I know. You know, the low-hanging fruit I, was I, so I, low. I, I keep – yeah, exactly. You try, just, and you try. It was, but it, you know it what? It was right. So wing better. It was it was ready to eat too, you know. Right. You know whatever that low hanging fruit is already peeled if it needed to be. Yep. It was just sitting there saying, "Eat me, eat me." I'm thinking to myself, who plays better at the line of scrimmage? Who jams better? Who runs in stride? Who locates the ball while running from man? You know, in man coverage, locating the ball gets his head around. Who who is able to play cover two and come up and hit the you know the, the at the at the stem points and hit the catch and everything else. And you hit me with that, wow, boy, did I miss that? Yeah, I know, I know. It, it's you know, it's all good. We're, <laughs> here, here, here's here's my thing. What's what that? is the definition of insanity? Uh, doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result. <laughs> Absolutely. See, look, you got that one. Yeah. So therefore, I will keep banging my head up against the wall because I know that you can get them. <laughs> you can get them, and you're going to get them, Wolf. I'm, I'm, I, even if I had to put a sign with some breadcrumbs all the way to that low-hanging fruit, I am going to get you taken care of. You are my but man. That's right, brother. But, but, but you're absolutely right. I mean, that's one of the things that you look at, and and I, you know, I look at those two, and and they they they're, they're two of the best, I think, condom co- combo tandems of the world. Yeah, you know, uh, uh, I think for this season, I think. I think they had they had they work great off of each other and like they you do. said when 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 you do get that one on one in a single high situation you think okay I got it I got to let it fly but these two have have that makeup speed that if they are going to get beat on a double move they can make up for it and especially Darius Slay Darius Slay just has a knack for the football I know he wants to be called Slay by himself because the dude has also got three of those interceptions himself right um and and between him and, and, and Gardner Johnson at the safety position, those are the two leading the team. Right. And and they're I think what they're second tied for second in the NFL 
um, behind uh, Tariq Woolen for uh, Seattle for interceptions lead in all of the NFL. So, you know, they're, they're high on the list. And Darius Slay is one that he's going to travel with the best receiver. So just think George Pickens right. is probably the guy they're going to pick out unless, unless during the game Chase Claypool goes off again, then you might see him transfer off and switch. But if not, they, these guys are bona fide man cover corners. They you know? are, and, and they're they're gonna stick they're gonna stick to you like a pig love slop. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> I mean, it's gonna be right on it's gonna be right on top of them. So that's the challenge that you're gonna have with him, and that's gonna be the challenge for Kenny Pickett is to make sure he involves others so that you get somebody getting a little nosy so you do loosen up the coverages. Yes, I really believe at some point in time, and, you know, this will be, you know, when we start to break down offensively what, but I think Pat Fryermuth is in, he's going to be in big demand this weekend. I mean, no question in my mind, given the fact of what you have battling on the outside. The more, the more, the more prevalent uh, Darius Slay and James Bradbury are, I think the more prominent role that, we see that Pat Fryermuth ho- hopefully can can muster can shoulder, and then from there, th- then I, and I like that because then you're looking at it and you're saying, okay, you know, who's going to have to travel with Pratt Fryermuth? Who's going to be chiefly right. responsible if those two are out of, out of the picture? Kazir White, Hassan Reddick, who I don't think is that great of a cover no. linebacker, so even motioning from one side to the other to see if they travel or they just switch off, that would be something to create that mismatch, right? Right. I trust six foot four, you know, and, and, and of course, let's not forget Zach Gentry. Throw the six twelve out there against a six foot one guy who's right. gonna win the jump ball. Just saying. So I think you're absolutely right, Wolf. I think we're we are going down the right path that if you have these guys on the edges, you have Bradbury and you have Slay on the edges, okay, now where do we exploit? Got to go in the middle. The middle is soft, right? That's yep. where the belly is. The belly yeah, of gotta, the beast, go. brother. That's right. Couple tenderizers there will we'll change, <laughs> we'll change your output, right? <laughs> you know, you, you, hey, you catch that guy with the punch, and he goes, <coughs> "Oh man!" That that <coughs> you know type uh, type of deal where that breath comes out a little bit more than you expected. That that's what you want. I think that's what Brad Firemuth and Zach Gentry can provide against them because if they're against the linebackers. That that's just that's just they're not fast enough, they're not big enough, and then even if you try and drop safeties down, I st- they're they're not going to be able to cover with it. They, you know they're going to have to jump things, but I think Kenny is is a lot better with his ball placement. Um, you know as far as to, especially in the middle of the field, right? Um, you know obviously where he struggles is outside those numbers. You know that comeback route that Van Hollen picked off, and of course the one that you know the one that Iggy picked off. At the end, because I cannot say his last name, um, <laughs> and it's still holding true days it's, after it's the still, game. Yeah, it 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 wouldn't he. Anyways, yeah, that Thus that Iggy. Dude, Iggy. Thus Iggy. Um, you know, but in the middle of the field, he he's 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 not as much to throw, you know to be uh, to be as loose with it. So if you can keep those things between the hashes, right, or hash to numbers, depending on you know where you're at as far as hash, as hash marks go where the ball's lined up, um, that that can really present some things uh, in the positive for you. And hopefully, you know, the receivers can get stacked on those receivers and, I mean, on the DBs and come to the inside. And then now that makes matters even worse because if you've hit 
if you hit Pat Fryermuth in that intermediate spot a couple times, maybe you go over the top, right, on a deep post route. A little double move, a little shake and go um, type of situation. Um, that's, that's when you'll have all the dimensions covered for the, uh, for the offense against that secondary. I wouldn't even be surprised if we, they ran a little more 12 personnel. I you know, don't know anything about it. All, all I can say is, if, if, as, as I look at this, the ability to come with a little bit of 12 personnel and then also be able to, you know, you hold one in, you, you know, max protect a little bit, send one yep. out, you could still do something there. You know, I mean, it, there, there's there's some things here that I think Matt Canada can really, you know, play with and, and try to um, get those mismatches as such you're talking about. Because if you're talking about in the nickel of Avante Maddox or uh, Josiah Scott, I mean, they're both five, one, they're both five nine guys. You know, I mean, it's not yeah. like they, that's a great matchup for them, especially if you get the six twelve or out there. Well, and we call those smidgens, right? <laughs> smidgens, yes, or Smurfs. Yeah, yeah, Smurfs is a good one too. I mean, I I am a huge Smurf fan, so I I can concur with that one, Wolf. Uh, Wolf, time to it's go. Time, it's time <laughs> to go again. Even though we. So when we come back, let's talk real fast um, on the other end just about Marcus Epps and C.J. Gardner-Johnson. We do want to get to them as well um, to round out the entire defensive side of the ball before we start on the offense. And, of course, the beautiful part of the program, what is, what is the next hour, Wolf? The power hour, babe. That's there we go. Buddy. See, I tell you what, you can teach an old dog new tricks. Don't <laughs> let anybody believe, tell you any different. Right there, prime example. But, uh, but yeah. As we step aside, just want to remind everyone that you can go and download any and all of our shows on the SNR lineup, not just our show, you know, not just in the locker room with Wolf and Starks, which I think we would love for you guys to go ahead and do that as well while you're perusing and get, gathering your podcast content. But mo more importantly, there's a lot of shows on there, some that are just exclusively for podcasts, such as Stan Saverin's show on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Of course, Johnny Euler. As well with his pinch Steelers Weekend Review. You can't pitch to Johnny. I'm Johnny. Oh, I'm going to pitch it to you, Johnny. And guess what, Johnny? You're going to score. You're going to score. Not because I feel good about it, but because I'm going to scare the living daylights out of you until you do actually run that scare. You know, Max, but there are moments that I'm just questioning just how many concussions you've had. <laughs> what are you talking about? I mean... Hey, hey! Here's the sad part, Wolf. What's that, Rob? It's not. It's not the concussions. <laughs> no, what is it? It's. It's just. It's the mind of me, and and the fact that my frontal lobe is just allowing me to go free flow consciousness right just, now. There's no filter. There you go. There's no, no, filter. no filter. Yeah, exactly. Live without a so, nut. That's what you are. So, some are knocked into no filter. Some are just born with no filter. I think. I, I think I'm. Think I'm on the genetic side of that. But regardless of whatever it is. We'll figure more out about that on the other end after we take this break. You're in the locker room, Wolf and Starks, here on SNR and ESPN Radio. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Live Nation presents Concert Week. 
Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.